It's three o'clock somewhere. Time for a My Mochi ice cream snack. My Mochi ice cream is cool, creamy scoops of premium ice cream wrapped in sweet, pillowy dough. And get this. All of My Mochi's fabulous flavors, like strawberry, mango, double chocolate, and cookies and cream, are only around 80 calories per piece. Talk about a guilt-free, indulgent experience. Each box of My Mochi ice cream has six perfectly portioned, gluten-free mochis that are great for grab-and-go. So feel good while curbing your afternoon cravings, or the midnight munchies, yeah, You know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. The Fly. It is remarkable. Saw the fly basically go and say, what? Did you notice that fly when it landed on his head? And mystery over Mike Pence's eye. Could it be a symptom of COVID-19? Then... I think this was a blessing from God. That I President caught. Trump this tirade. This monster, everything she said is a lie. And will there be another Trump-Biden debate? It is entirely possible that last night's vice presidential debate may be the last matchup. Plus, COVID-19 scare for Star quarterback Patrick Mahomes and his pregnant fiance. Did this moment at the big game put them in danger? And the Honeymooners, their harrowing night as a hurricane swept through their hotel. We get a honeymoon suite with 75 other people. Then chaos in a quiet suburban neighborhood. This homeowner can't believe what they're doing to his front lawn. Plus, tongue-tied. I'm wondering if anyone's ever had this happen before. Wait till you see how this happened. I don't know what to do. And Grocery Store, the musical. It started with one guy. We're fighting in a grocery store. Look at it now. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. More than 50 million TV viewers watched last night's vice presidential debate, and one of them was President Trump. He shared his reaction today, of course, declaring Mike Pence the winner. And he also had some very harsh words for Senator Kamala Harris, calling her a monster. The president today launched a blistering attack on Kamala Harris. This monster that was on stage with uh, Mike Pence, who destroyed her last night, by the way, but this monster. Yep, he actually called her a monster. The crack came in an interview on Fox Business News. The president also rejected outright the just-announced virtual format for the next debate. No, I'm not going to waste my time on a virtual debate. That's not what debating's all about. You sit behind a computer and do a debate. It's ridiculous. He claims he's cured and wants to go back on the road holding rallies right away. I think I'm better. I went, went to a point where I I'd love to do a rally tonight. I wanted to do one last night, Uh, but I think I'm better to a point that I feel better than I did, uh, you know, I jokingly said 20 years ago. I feel perfect. There's nothing wrong. But health experts say he's still contagious. It's potentially exposing many people, not only the rally goers, too, but also the staff, the Secret Mm -hmm. Service agents, the individuals who will have to travel with him. I mean, this is totally irresponsible. I cannot believe that we're even talking about this. This guy is a super spreader. He's a menace. He's typhoid Donnie. Of course he can't be out among people. It's, it's too dangerous. He's a menace to public health. ABC's chief congressional correspondent Mary Bruce was at last night's debate in Utah. 
President Trump has come out and said he will not participate in a virtual debate that was set to go down next week. What's your reaction to that? Is there really going to be no debate? That is the big question this morning. It is entirely possible that last night's vice presidential debate may be the last matchup that we are going to see in this campaign. Today, Nancy Pelosi dropped a bombshell, implying she may push to invoke the 25th Amendment to remove the president from office on the grounds of medical disability. You think it's time to invoke the 25th Amendment? I'll talk to you about that tomorrow. It just made me better. Okay, I call that a cure. The president is crediting his speedy recovery to a drug made by the pharmaceutical company Regeneron. I heard about this drug. I said, let me take it. It was my suggestion. I said, let me take it. And it was incredible the way it worked. Incredible. Regeneron boosts the body's immune system with antibodies created in a lab. It's still undergoing trials, but the company today has applied to the FDA for emergency use. We spoke to the co-founder, president, and chief scientific officer of Regeneron, George Yankopoulos. We can rapidly and dramatically drop the virus in these patients who need it by about a hundredfold in a week. And we're learning today that the COVID outbreak at the White House is far bigger than we thought. According to a leaked report from FEMA, 34 White House staffers have now tested positive. Today, the New England Journal of Medicine published a blistering editorial calling on voters to oust Trump for his handling of the pandemic. The first time in more than two centuries, the prestigious journal has weighed in on a U.S. presidential election. Meanwhile, Taylor Swift just baked some special cookies. It's clear who's getting her vote. And while last night's debate was not nearly as much of a train wreck as the presidential debate, there were plenty of memorable moments, including, of course, the fly that had social media talking. And social media was also raising plenty of questions about Mike Pence's red eye, since pink eye can be a symptom of COVID-19. Stephen Fabian has more. There's concern today over the health of Vice President Pence after last night's debate. Millions of viewers noticed redness in his left eye, a possible early sign of COVID-19. Anywhere from 11 to 30 percent of COVID-positive patients can have pink eye. It can be an early sign. But, George, he also could have just had some makeup in his eye. We asked New York ophthalmologist Dr. Annie Negrin for her opinion. You see this little blotch of red? That's a popped blood vessel. Why it did? Tough to say. The candidates were separated by two plexiglass screens. But an infectious disease expert says they would not have offered much protection if anyone had COVID-19. The barrier isn't going to make a big difference. Think about if one of the debaters had had a cigarette. Would the cigarette smoke have gotten around the barrier and to the other persons? You you would expect it a little bit would have. The pandemic crisis made for some sharp exchanges. The American people have witnessed what is the greatest failure of any presidential administration in the history of our country. From the very first day. President Donald Trump has put the health of America first. The moderator, USA Today's Susan Page, had a testy exchange with Pence. President Pence, I did not, excuse me, I did not create the rules for tonight. Joe Biden. Your campaigns agreed to the rules for tonight's debate with the Commission on Presidential Debates. I'm here to enforce them. I spoke with her today. There was a lot of like, thank you for that question, Susan. But now I'm going to answer another question. I tried to make narrow questions to get real answers. 
but often the candidates just answered the question they wished I had asked. They had been at it for over an hour when this happened. A fly landed on the vice president's head and stayed there for exactly two minutes and three seconds. It became a sensation on social media, and Pence didn't know it was there. As soon as I walked off the debate stage, that was all anybody was talking about. The fly was definitely a fourth character there on stage. The Biden campaign is milking the moment using this photo in a fundraiser with the slogan, help this campaign fly. The late night comics joined in. Mike Pence's fly just became the most popular Halloween costume of 2020. And check this out. Despite requirements that all spectators must wear masks, at the close of the debate, the vice president's wife, Karen, took off her mask before coming on stage. Senator Harris's husband, Doug Emhoff, kept his mask on. Debate organizers had warned that if anyone took their mask off and refused to put them back on, they'd be escorted out of the hall by law enforcement. A COVID-19 scare for one of the biggest stars of the NFL and his pregnant fiance. Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes says it was a momentary lapse in judgment when he gave a post-game hug to a Patriots player. That player later tested positive. And as Amber Cagliano reports, Mahomes is now taking extra precautions. There is anxiety today for quarterback Patrick Mahomes and his pregnant sweetheart after he hugged a player he didn't realize had COVID-19. After Monday night's big game, Mahomes was seen hugging and chatting with the New England Patriots' Stephon Gilmore. 36 hours later... Gilmore tested positive for COVID-19. The announcement left many Kansas City fans shuddering that their star player who led the team to last year's Super Bowl victory had left himself vulnerable to the virus. But there's a more personal worry for Mahomes for his high school sweetheart, Brittany, and their unborn child. Now, Brittany and Patrick have decided to sleep in separate bedrooms and stay away from each other for the sake of the baby. Overnight, Brittany tweeted, imagine having to social distance from your significant other with a crying face emoji. Mahomes had this to say. I think about every day. I mean, you have to you have to think about that with her being pregnant and kind of that high risk uh, category. And when I went home over the weekend, I slept in, slept in a different bedroom and stayed, stayed away from her as much as possible. Nurse Heather Hodnicki says that's a wise thing to do. Heather also found herself pregnant during the height of the pandemic. She wore full protective gear as she made the rounds at her hospital in New Jersey. Were you afraid of catching COVID while pregnant? Of course, I was, I was afraid every day that I would catch it. And not necessarily that I would lose my life over it, but, you know, being pregnant and getting a fever is always a fear, um, you know, to your unborn fetus. Hi, sweetie pie. Fortunately, she gave birth to a beautiful and healthy daughter. She has a message for Brittany and Mahomes. We stand with him for trying to protect his wife and baby and it's it's a hard time but um it does get better um pregnancy just definitely makes it harder it sure does. So far, no member of the Kansas City Chiefs organization has tested positive for COVID-19. Hurricane warnings have been issued for parts of Texas and Louisiana as Hurricane Delta gains strength as it heads towards the Gulf Coast. Thousands of tourists remain trapped in Mexico, including this couple who's not exactly having the honeymoon they imagined. They spoke with our Jim Murray. Some honeymoon. These are the conditions two American newlyweds had to endure as Hurricane Delta pounded their hotel. Guests were asked to sleep on pool chairs in the lobby and other public areas out of concern the windows in their rooms might shatter. It was like, oh, 
guess we get a honeymoon suite with 75 other people. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole and Jake Sinclair were married in Grand Rapids, Michigan last weekend. They flew to Cozumel for their honeymoon, just in time to have the hurricane hit. We hadn't even been here for 24 hours. Less than that. I said, bring all of your stuff, um, all of your essential stuff uh, in a backpack and uh, leave all of your all of the rest of your stuff in the bathroom and uh, come downstairs. They shot these images of their experience. Windows boarded up, water getting mopped up. Nicole, who's a nurse, praised the hotel staff. Our hotel was amazing. They explained like, we know that you're not social distance and we apologize and they were saying that they, they were trying their best, but this is the circumstances to keep us safe from the hurricane. This was the only safe spot. They took our temperatures before we went into the lobby, hand sanitizer, they gave us masks and masks were mandatory. For now, <laughs> Nicole and Jake are ready to enjoy what's left of their unexpectedly dramatic honeymoon. <laughs> The couple says when they get home, they will certainly get tested for COVID-19 to make sure they're okay. And more chaos on the streets and yet another controversial police shooting. And once again, the shooting was in Wisconsin, this time in a town outside of Milwaukee. Law enforcement issued warnings, but things still got out of control. Chaos broke out in a suburb of Milwaukee last night. In this quiet neighborhood, protesters ran across lawns and hurled rocks through windows. This guy revved his motorcycle and did a burnout and drove on a homeowner's lawn. The homeowner, standing behind his white picket fence, pleaded with them. He told them lots of people on the block supported their cause, but not this behavior. Police in Wauwatosa, Wisconsin, fired pepper balls and launched tear gas to try and disperse the angry crowd. Other protesters smashed out storefronts and looted convenience stores, including this speedway. Video shows protesters fleeing as sirens can be heard approaching. Black Lives Matter took to the streets after a black police officer wasn't charged in the shooting death of teenager Alvin Cole last February. His mother spoke to reporters. I want to thank y'all for showing us support during this uh, grieving time. Police warned residents to lock their doors and shelter away from windows during the mayhem. Because of the unrest, schools in the area will be holding virtual classes for the rest of the week. When Saturday Night Live producers saw this footage that we showed you yesterday of country singer Morgan Wallen cavorting at a bar and he didn't have his mask on, the SNL producers wasted no time telling him he is out as this week's musical guest. Well, now he's apologizing, saying he's got a little growing up to do. Pour me, pour me another drink. Country music singer Morgan Wallen has lost the biggest gig of his life after SNL dropped him from the show this weekend. I'd like to apologize to SNL, to my fans, to my team for bringing me these opportunities and I let them down. The cancellation announcement followed the leak of video showing the 27-year-old country music star drinking in a crowded bar and kissing multiple women last week. And I got a call from the show letting me know that I will no longer be able to play. And that's because of COVID protocols, which I understand. I'm not positive for COVID, 
but my actions this past weekend were pretty short-sighted and they have obviously affected my long-term goals and my dreams. I respect that show's decision because I know that I put them in jeopardy. This isn't the first time Wallen has found himself in trouble. Last May, he was arrested for public intoxication and disorderly conduct. The charges were later dropped. Now this, which has cost him the most coveted musical spot on broadcast television. I, I think I have some growing up to do. Mm. We'll be right back. Next, tongue-tied. Uh, I'm wondering if anyone's ever had this happen before. Wait till you see how this happened. I don't know what to do. Then, he lost his beloved surfboard in Hawaii. My first big wave surfboard. You won't believe where it turned up six months later. When I saw it, I was like, no way. And Grocery Store, the musical. It started with one guy. We're fighting in a grocery store. Look at it now. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. This college student was eating a hamburger when a bee stung him right on the tongue. This dude got more than a mouthful when he chomped into a burger. I don't know what to do. He can barely speak. His tongue is monstrously swollen. Talk about a whopper. Uh, I'm wondering if anyone's ever had this happen before. So what the heck happened to 20-year-old Kobe Freeman of Utah? Turns out he was eating a hamburger when a bee decided it wanted a bite. You bite into a burger, and what happens next? I felt the sharp pain on my tongue and went to the bathroom, and I... And I was looking in the mirror and there's just, just this pointy thing coming out of my tongue and I pulled it out and it was the stinger. How does a bee get into your burger? I don't know. I was wondering the same thing. I don't know if it like was in the burger when I made it or, you know, it flew in there when I was putting my sauce on it or it just flew in my mouth when I was taking a bite. I'm not quite sure. The TikTok you made, your tongue is like five times the normal size. Can we see it now? Uh, I'm wondering if anyone's ever had this happen before. Glad he's all better. When we come back, a swept away surfboard goes on quite a journey. This surfer's board got swept away in Hawaii, and you won't believe where it turned up. Two years ago, Doug Falter lost his beloved surfboard. It floated away quicker than I could get to it. The photographer was surfing on the north shore of Oahu when the leash snapped off. He posted missing surfboard signs in hopes that someone would have located it, but that never happened. So you'd think the board would be lost forever, right? Gone with the surf. But no, here it is, a little worse for wear, but still intact. Turns out it went on quite the journey, floating 5,200 miles from the white sands of Hawaii before washing up on the shore of this remote island in the Philippines and in the hands of a local school teacher. It's amazing. It's amazing that that the board from Hawaii uh, came to Philippines. Once powder blue, the surfboard has faded to a light yellow. Talk about catching a wave. When I saw it, I was like, no way. Yeah, way. Doug says when COVID travel restrictions are lifted, he's going to go to the Philippines and collect that board. When we come back, it's a musical in aisle three. Finally today, it's a new musical in a grocery store.
It's Grocery Store the Musical. It started when musical theater fan Daniel Mertzluft sang a song about a couple fighting in a grocery store during the pandemic. After he posted the video on TikTok, a woman joined in to make a duet. It didn't stop there. The cast kept growing and growing and growing. Attention shoppers. I never in a million years thought it would blow up the way it did. It went from this video that I threw together in an hour to like this actual musical. And that's why you get your groceries delivered. That is Inside Edition. Thank you for watching. Stay safe, and we'll see you again next time. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Rhea Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus.